0: Relax as you spice up your day-to-day lives with a little bit of naughtiness. Our girl of the story, Alexa Collins. Check her Instagram, linked below, while listening to the story.
1: The next story is posted by user David Jansen from r slash The title of this post is From Tragedy to Finding a New Love. Sit back and enjoy the story. Sitting alone is awful. Alone in the waiting room of a hospital emergency department is even worse. Knowing nothing, worried, afraid of the worst, hoping for the best. My ex-husband inside having who knows what happening to him. I know you're going to ask why am I here? He's an ex, why would I want to be here? Apart from alimony, child support, or other why would I bother? I actually like him. He's a nice guy even if we couldn't get along as a married couple. And I do get child support. Not that I need it, but he insists on paying it. We have two kids, both under 13, boy and girl. They love him too. I haven't told them anything yet. Don't know much myself. Looking around there is only one other person here. Young woman who seems just as lost as me. No ring so no husband. She looks up at me and gives a small half-smile, almost embarrassed to be seen here maybe. I nod, acknowledging her. Never being shy I said hi. You alone too. I thought this a good way to ease the tedium and maybe the anxiety of being alone in a hospital. She nodded, so I asked if she was expecting anyone else. No, like me. We introduced ourselves. I'm Kim and she is Jordan. Darren's family are spread out all over the country and likely wouldn't give a shit anyway. I told her, she was surprised, but said her dad was an only child and her mom was on the east coast, wouldn't be here until day after tomorrow. If she bothered to come at all, her brother was in India, working with a medical relief team, he wouldn't leave India. Not now anyway. I told her we were divorced, but still friends, with benefits, she asked. Then she realized what she said. She blushed and began stammering, an apology. I had to laugh. While outrageous, it was funny, under these circumstances. Well, yes, many benefits. I don't know what made me admit it. I don't normally discuss my sex life with strangers. But something in her told me she needed to hear it. I know I needed the laugh. She stood and came over. Closer, a tall girl, almost as tall as me, large boobs to go with her height. I motioned her to sit next to me so we could talk. We did talk, then commiserated each other. Made jokes, she cried a little making me cry too. People came and went and after a time, a cop came to talk to me. The cop took me to a quiet room, shown us by a nurse. I knew Darren had been in a car accident and was severely banged up. Two people in the other car didn't make it and the third person was sitting in the back. From the crash scene evidence, the driver of the other car was speeding and went through a red light. But that was all he could say at the moment. We went back to the waiting room, and the cop then turned to Jordan and asked her her name. I was appalled to realize out the third person was her father. Jordan looked at me, just as surprised. Fuck, this was awkward. I took a step towards her and took her hand, I'll be here when you get back. She could barely look at me, but nodded. I pulled my cell phone out and started contacting some people who were connected to Darren. Those I had the numbers of anyway. A couple told me they would pass the word around. I knew one of them worked with him, so would let his boss know. The interview with Jordan was taking a lot longer than it had mine, so what was going on? Something is not right here. Jordan returned to the waiting room, her makeup running down her face. I immediately thought the worst. Her father had died. I wrapped my arms around her, and she sobbed. I said, I'm so sorry for you. I really didn't want to say dot 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 for your loss. It's become so formulaic it's recited rather than said. No, it's not that, she replied. Just this was all so fucking unnecessary. It always is, I said, gently trying to reassure her. She sobbed again. The fucking idiot driver ran a red light, speeding. Why? What was that all about? Who knows? An excess of testosterone. A bad call. We're all one bad decision away from doing something seriously stupid. Yeah, I know. But why did have to involve my father? Jordan hesitated a moment, or your ex. Wrong time, wrong place. Who understands these things? We actually talked and sat with each other. After all, her father and my ex were innocent victims in this. A doctor came in and asked for me. He took me to see Darren, and sure enough, he was banged about. His leg was broken into places. His arm has pins in it, a rib punctured a lung, and the list went on. He was in an induced coma and would likely be for the next 24 hours. After that, they will wake him and see if there is any problems they missed. But the good news, he was going to survive. A few minutes later I went back to the waiting room. Jordan was still there, waiting. I was going to go home, but she was so lonely, I couldn't leave her. The kids were fine, my mom was looking after them. I had to have a coffee. I did take some time out to let mom know he was going to be okay, but didn't give her any details. While I went down the elevator, I got to coffees from the vending machine on the first floor next to the closed cafeteria. It was typical vending machine coffee, tasted shitful, but it was hot. I went back up and sat some more with Jordan. After about another hour, a different doctor came out and asked for her to discuss her father's condition. She said that whatever he had to say, he could say in front of me. She held my hand and he told her that her father was in a critical condition But the paramedics had done an excellent job in getting him to the hospital. Alive and now. He had more than a fighting chance. He wasn't out of the woods. But he is still alive and every hour he stays alive. He is improving his chances. The injuries he had were horrendous. But his heart and head were uninjured. Which just keeps him going. Jordan cried in some relief. And I couldn't hold back. After a little while longer. Jordan went to see him and I took off, saying my goodbyes and giving her my best wishes. I went into the hospital every day, as Darren got better. I saw Jordan frequently, and every time she was looking more and more ragged. One day, I grabbed her, took her to the cafeteria, asking her how much sleep was she getting. Not a lot. Was she eating? Not a lot. She was in clean clothes, but the buildup of makeup indicated she wasn't paying a lot of attention to herself. I found out she didn't drive, so had to catch three different buses to get here. I bought her a sandwich, sat her down and we talked. Her father was no longer in a coma. He wasn't waking for very long. He was so doped up to keep the pain away. When he was awake, he was rambling incoherently. But this is all normal they told her. She was also told that the medication would be reduced now. He was off the ventilator, breathing on his own. She is not doing well. I took her hand and virtually dragged her to my car. I got her address, and using my cell was able to drive her there. It was an older, small bungalow, well-maintained. I took her inside and ran into weak old smells of rotting food and lack of care. I was doing okay. My kids were a little distraught, but this was not just next level it was well beyond that. All this time, Jordan was increasingly going down the tube. I could see it. Mail stuffed in the letterbox. Papers all over the house. Fuck this, I thought. She's gotta do it better. I grabbed the mail and tossed it onto a littered kitchen table. There was a dishwasher. I noted dishes in the sink on the table. Not a lot of room left. I put an electric kettle on. Found some crappy instant coffee. Then no clean mugs. Jordan was pretty much blank eyed here. Such a beautiful young woman. Losing it, nah, this is just bullshit. I demanded her attention. Then told her to show me her room, she took me there. I had a quick look through her closet. Okay, a lot of clean clothes, her drawers, finding clean underwear. I saw a bathroom at the end of the hall, took her hand and drew her into it. I began undressing her, getting to her underwear, big tits, I thought. I turned the shower on, then took her bra off. She just stood there, so I reached down and pulled her panties off. I got her to move forward, to step into the shower, where she just stood. She wasn't looking at me, just staring with that vacant look that people get when they have been turned into zombies. I quickly stripped and got into the shower. With her, it was big enough. I grabbed the body wash and lathered her, then realized this would have been better in the bathtub. Could have washed her hair and all. Oh well, to fucking late now. I washed her back and when I ran my hands over her ass, there was a small reaction. A slight tensing, so I lathered my hand even more and ran it between the cheeks of her ass. She moved then, pushing herself onto my hand. Fuck. I thought, what is this? I rinsed her back and turned her around where, for the first time, I think she focused on me. Lathering her up, I washed her front. I rubbed her body, those magnificent tits, I must say, then lowered my hand down to her mons. I rinsed my hand off and then rubbed her pubis, caressing the fine hairs that covered her mons. She reacted more by easing her legs open. She then reached out, pulled me closer, kissing me and thrusting her pussy onto my hand. Kissing her was something completely different. I felt her hand touching me. I did shudder a bit, but couldn't pull away. Her other arm was wrapped around my waist. Jordan murmured, please, fuck me, around my mouth. Fuck me, please. With a degree of urgency I have never heard from anyone ever before. I've never had sex with a woman. I have seen enough girl-girl porn but otherwise had no idea what to do. For me, there was something alluring in this position. No idea why though. I was in a dominant position. Jordan was begging me. First thought was no. You can't she's in no condition to make rational decisions. Jordan pushed her pussy onto my hand again. Telling me to fuck her. Evil thought was go on. Do it. Jordan leaned back a little and looked at me with such a pleading look. Please, I need you to fuck me. I felt a lot like a deer caught in the headlights. I was trapped with nowhere to go. I've never done it with a woman before. I told her, neither have I, she said, but I want you. She leaned in and kissed me. I didn't take my hand away and neither did she. We had water cascading over us. The floor and walls of the shower were cold, not ideal fucking time. But at that moment, I really didn't care. I had no idea until that moment that I really wanted her to. My nipples hardened, my hand went to work on its own, I was masturbating her. Jordan pushed herself onto my fingers, kissing me at the same time. Her moans quickly filled the bathroom, as I stroked her pussy, paying attention to her clit. I love my clit being worked, so thought she might too and I was right. She really pumped herself onto my hand, and her squeals of delight quickly became the grunts and groans and moans of an approaching orgasm. She stiffened, threw her head back, and her delight turned to anguish as the hot water ran out. The hot shower turned icy cold, in moments, leaving us both scrambling to get out, killing our passion. Standing on a cold floor, dripping wet, all over, looking at each other, naked, I blushed, embarrassed at what I had just done. Jordan was struggling too. I'm not sorry, she said. I felt more alive in the last few minutes than I have in the last week. She stepped forward wrapping herself around me, I stiffened and she held on even more. Please, she pleaded, don't hate me. I had a naked woman, hugging a very naked me, begging me not to hate her. How could I resist that? I relaxed, put my arms around her, holding her softly, and whispered, I can't hate you for letting me do what I wanted to. We were standing in a misted up bathroom, shivering in the cold, wet, I took her hand and grabbing a towel. I quickly wiped her, then kissed her again. She used another towel on me bending to kiss my nipples when they came within reach. She quickly led me out of the bathroom, both still half covered in water, to her bed. She lay me down and kissed me, running her hands over me. Without any hesitation, she kissed my stomach then my mons. I opened my legs for her, and she lay between my legs, her mouth directly over my now swollen pussy. I felt her tongue lap at the small triangle of pubic hair. I keep on my mons and then slide down to touch my roused clitoral hood. I swear, I thought I heard my clit pop out from under its cover, I was so excited. What the fuck was happening to me? I had never entertained the thought of a woman as a sexual partner before. Now I've got this one licking my pussy. I felt fucking good, I can say. She lapped my clit and inserted two fingers into me. They slid in so easily, pushing their way in, touching the inside of my vaginal canal. I felt her fingers probing then hit something that sent a shock wave of pleasure through my body. Wow, what was that? I pumped my hips onto her hand, exciting me even more. I was enraptured by her movements, her fingering of me, her tonguing of me, her pleasuring me. I never knew just how much pleasure I would get from a woman, never understood what a woman could do to me. Now I was just enjoying the feeling sweeping over me. I felt an orgasm growing, larger and larger than just explode in me, pushing me into a realm of ecstasy I hadn't felt before. Unbelievable. A woman made me come. And not just come but come. I squirted. I felt it rush out of me. A huge puddle of fluid all over Jordan. In her face. Her hair. Everywhere. Fuck me. What did she do to me? No one has ever made me squirt. Before. How did that happen? All this was rushing though my mind. In the moments after I collapsed on the bed gasping for air. While gasp did why gasp would do. Gasp. I felt her kissing my mons. Then my belly. He lips clamped around a nipple. Her tongue flicked over it, keeping me on the edge. She swapped tits, sucking and flicking the nipple with her tongue. She finally got to look me in the eye and lowered her face, kissing me tenderly, then with increasing passion. I held her, her breasts on mine. I did what I like to have done to me. I've never had that happen to me before, though. I caught my breath, slowed my heartbeat, then said, okay, then I'll do that to you. See if I can get you to squirt, too. I kissed her. Kissing a woman was vastly different than it was a man. Her skin is soft. The muscles underneath her lips are not hard, not set in stone like a man's lips are. Her skin all over. As I kissed her neck, her breasts, suckling a nipple her belly, then taking a deep breath. Lowering my mouth onto her pussy was all soft, smooth, so much unlike a man's body. I got my first, close-up look at an excited pussy, and it's a lot more complicated there than I had thought labia lips were different colors, her outer lips darker, her inner lips a bright pink. Her clit hood was lighter than her labia, and her engorged clit was a creamy white. I touched it with my tongue, and there was no crash of thunder, or violins, or even a saxophone playing in the closet. Disappointing, but there was only the sounds of Jordan gasping in excitement as I tongued her. On the plus side, there was no angel with a big sword smiting me either. I had my first taste of a woman. Her juice on my tongue. It was a little tangy, spicy, but it was very much identifiable as Jordan. Her skin tasted the same. Her nipples a rather bland, neutral flavor. I noticed when comparing it with the rest of her. I opened her labia with my tongue, lapped the opening of her vaginal canal, drove my tongue into her. She reacted to that strongly. I made some room, just lapped her clit and put two fingers into her feeling around for that same spot she got me. Inside her vagina was smooth and slippery, so I rotated my fingers a little, listening for her reactions. I felt a harder, little lump and heard her gasp. This was it, I thought. The mythical G-spot maybe. I stroked over it. As I lapped her clit and she jumped, she shuddered, she moaned her pleasure. Got it. Using both my fingers, in a come-here motion, I tickled that had little lump, licking and mouthing her clit. Her actions got more, And more intense, her moans and gasps grew until she could no longer hold them. She seemed to shudder, squeal, moan, gasp all at the same time, grunting and shaking as she came. I didn't know what to expect. Maybe a huge rush of fluid as I shot but there was nothing. No outpouring of whatever liquid from an overstimulated G-spot. She had obviously come. Her body was racked with the outgoing pleasure, but no gushing fluid. What was that all about? I thought. I wanted her to squirt. I wanted to give her the same pleasure she had given me. It just didn't happen. I pulled my fingers out of her and licked her again, running my tongue over her vaginal canal and it was different in taste. There was a little more pissy taste to it, similar to the smell of the fluid I had shot earlier. WTF? Jordan fell back to the bed gasping for air. I moved and got between her legs, burying my face on her pussy. I could hear her heartbeat and her thighs as they were now wrapped around my ears. It was racing, hard. No doubt she had come, but no squirt. I was disappointed. I must admit, my first lesbian experience, and I couldn't return the favor. The pleasure she had given me. I heard Jordan say something, so I lapped her pussy once more and lifted my head off it. Didn't hear that, I said. I said that was fucking amazing. Jordan declared, no guy has ever made me come like that. Ever? Yeah, I knew that thought. I had no idea what I was letting myself in for, but I knew I wanted more of it. Look, it's getting late. I gotta go home, feed the kids, I started, then saw a look of disappointment flash across her face. You've run out of hot water, so why don't you pack a bag and come with me? Stay overnight and tomorrow, we can go into the hospital together. She lit right up with that. Yeah, sure, she replied, I can do that. Here I was, looking up at her my mouth just over her pussy, and all of a sudden I was hit with a real vision. I didn't say anything, but I wanted to watch a cock fucking her. I wanted her licking my pussy while I was licking a pair of balls and watching a cock filling her. I wanted to be sitting on her face with a cock in my mouth. I wanted to eat a guy's come out of her pussy. Fuck, I think I'm going to try and make these visions real. Free use has developed a new meaning for me. I lapped her pussy once more, then worked my way up to her face. Kissing it. My lips devoured hers. She held me tightly. I think I can say that I can make my visions, my fantasies work with little or no problem.
0: That was one hot story from our friend. Make sure to rate and subscribe for more episodes. If you want to be the next girl of the story, contact me using the email below. Thank you for listening to our friend's erotic story.